G'day, I'm Sean. And I'm Jack. And you are here in our sack. <laughs> Once again, uh, for the first episode. The big one. First official. First official. First official. We did have a pilot earlier. Yeah, a pilot, I believe it's... No, it's... Uh, yeah, pilot. Thank you. Pilot? I don't know. I, my French suffixes need a bit of work, but yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Let's take it. Well, look, we are the podcast. So you come to... We hope you're not listening to this. Oh, we hope yeah. that you are too busy. You've got too much going on, but if you're sitting around, commuting... A little bit bored, you know. In need of a good giggle? Yeah, have a giggle. Jump on in, <laughs> listen to us. Hopefully, you can see the brighter side of any situation, whether that be good, bad, or anything in between. I mean, that's what we're here for. I've, I've yeah. heard it described as any moment in our life, whether it's traumatic or disturbing, <laughs> the silver lining. Yeah. That's what I think that's our that's our niche. That's where we. That's where you come is to. Is that our thing? You, uh, it can be. That's, is there a, um, a category called silver lining podcast? So like, I think Silver <laughs> Are we Lining. creating a genre? Yeah, I think uh, Bradley Cooper might have something to say about that. Oh, was it, oh, was it Bradley Cooper? Was who's Silver Lining playbook? Uh, yeah, it is Bradley Cooper. Yeah, mm. oh, great movie. Let's not take his thunder. Great. I movie. haven't watched it. Really? Yeah. Error. Should I have? Error. Great movie. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll do that later on. Anyways, Jack, what are we looking for the silver lining in today? Great question. I think from memory. You wanted to ask me about a few different things about my experience. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Have so, you lined up a few of those questions? I've lined, that you up, said? I've, I've lined up a few of those questions. I'm looking forward to getting into them. But first, how, how, was, how was your week? What's the news? Oh, my friend, I've done a thing. You've done a thing? I've done a thing. A singular thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Explain, elaborate, come on. I am now officially in a relationship. With who? Well, her name's Courtney. Oh, can I, can't wait to meet her. <laughs> as, as Courtney clicks in there as she uh, ironically okay. speaking she's literally sitting a meter away from you yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. she's been sitting very quietly and I was like no you can't know this until we start talking about it on the podcast okay so I have a I have a question on that then yeah you're officially in a relationship this is what I want this, to bring up this man in the in, in the public eye now that if it doesn't happen on Facebook and it doesn't happen on Instagram <laughs> is it a real thing were you not in a relationship with Courtney the last time I saw you what's the difference this is my question to you for the day mm-hmm. the idea of asking someone to be your girlfriend. Super important. Interesting. Super important. I didn't I didn't know. Oh really? But as in obviously I knew, but I I didn't know it was like a you know, like a like a proposal essentially. Oh yeah. It's one of it's one of many I use like it's one of many Rubicons that a relationship has to go through. It's a line that you have to cross. And also it's a fun line. It's something you can experience together. Well yeah, it, I guess it sets everything in stone, right? Yeah, it sets everything in stone. And it was a stone. nice moment. I wasn't wearing clothes, there was wine involved. It was great. Well, it was nice for you then. I was comfortable. Yeah. I don't know about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like she was like we were in public. It was at a bar. He really should have been wearing clothes. This is such an inappropriate situation to be in. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think there's an importance of that moment, and it's also something that you can have together in the way that solidifying those like foundations. Yeah, are super important. And there's so many things that come along with that, even though they're implied before exclusivity, um, respect. I think it's very easy to, to, to turn that corner if you're not in, a, not in a relationship. But there are wonderful ways that, you know, people progress at their own time and different things that people take. Of course, of course. And you don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, I'm, I'm cool to talk to her because... Oh, know, because I'm there's not, been no official no blah, blah, blah. Official, right. But it's also if you're in a, like a, a compatible, like wonderful relationship, yeah. sharing those moments is fantastic. Oh, it was great. Good, good I was on, really happy. Good on you. It was a really lovely moment. How does Courtney feel about it? Courtney, jump on in. Courtney, Courtney, jump on in. We're gonna we were gonna save you for episodes to come, but yeah, you, you're already like dropping the bombshell. You're in. How are you feeling about it? All right, guys, picture this. You know those like 
oh, what, what are they called? Like those Latin Greek gods posing mm. with like their hand like this mm. and like Enough laying down Explain and staring it. into my eyes, Exp- naked, oh. yep. soft dick, <laughs> <laughs> and asked me this to be post-sex. his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. really cute. Mm-hmm. And then he has this little... Sm- smirk on his face that he can't get rid of since we've been seeing each other yeah. and he just sat there like that for a hot minute mm. very yeah. hot minute it was yeah. hot it was hot you really set the scene thank you Courtney no worries <laughs> thank you for jumping on in so I'm less enthused about that as she is but I can appreciate that she thinks that's a beautiful moment well it was a beautiful <laughs> moment for me and I'm, I'm happy of I'm a happy yeah. guy well, so I'm happy for you and tell me about your week something fun something fun uh, highlight of your week some would say uh, highlight of my week basketball I'll be honest. I've got a yeah. pretty good thing going with our basketball team. Did you? Did you? Uh, slam a jammer. Slam, a, I, slam the dunk. I did. I did. I got. Did you nice grab stuff. the ring? That was about all I did. Like the, okay, cool. the highlights of the dunk. Did the ball run. just not go in. <laughs> you just grabbed. The, you weren't. You weren't even holding a ball at the time, mate. It took me ages to Photoshop the defenders in once I got those pictures online. Of course. It, yeah. No, of but uh, yeah, it's like you know. The moons must have been in line, and the old legs decided that they weren't old for a good five second split. Yeah. How the knees now? Tender. <laughs> tender, tender legs. I always think that I'm 32, but my uh, my knees are about 55 yep. each. I've got yep. I've got the the bad knee and the shit knee. Yeah, but I think that that just comes with the last. So you've got a combined age of 110 yeah. between those two knees. But that highlight aside, basketball is kind of going on a going a good good run. It's yeah. been my little uh, catharsis of the week. Yeah, work's been. Uh, did you win? We did. How much? Knocked off the top top team by a, a good chunk, maybe 20 or 30. Great. I could look it up. I don't I st- know. I've been saying that I was going to come to one of your basketball games for... Uh, Next week? Well, I've been saying it for about four years. Yeah. Haven't yet. But that's the thing. Be considering it. It's yeah, be considering it. It's one of those things. Once you come, it's you an internal debate. Like, you never never meet your heroes, bro. You, you <laughs> might be mildly disappointed. I love the enigma of what I could be as a basketball player. Like, Sean's really good at basketball. I was like, how do you know that? I was like, because I've told you. Oh yeah. yeah like, literally I've everything I know about basketball, you've told me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the same with like you and maths. I was like, man, if you that experience haven't seen a, haven't seen a thing, haven't seen an episode. I know. That, yeah. that actually really surprised me when you said that last. Oh, week. Oh really? Well, well, I thought you would have watched one episode. I mean, I tried. Yeah. And I did you? Yeah, no, I, tried. I saw you get, I saw you get, I'm going to quote this, married. I saw you get married. On screen. On screen. Marriage. On screen marriage. That's coming up in the questions, by the way. Huge. Huge. By the way, do you want to, look, let's chat about it now. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into it? Let's, okay. let's make this the official SAC Maths chat. I'm not going to lie, I outsourced some questions. Because you're not, not smart enough to ask them yourself, or? One of us has been to the Ivy League. One of us has been on maths. <laughs> right? I'll let the I'll let the Who's audience... got more to show for it? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not you. You can't even ask your own questions. No, no, no. I just think that we're the people's podcast. We're the people's podcast. I want to give the we pe- are. We want to give the people the opportunity to call in. We're going to do some callback segments. Not yet. We're, 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 we're yep. a work in progress. Yep. But I have some people that have vested interest in your maths experience, more so than I did. So I want to give them an opportunity to ask questions that they wanted. Wow. All right? But before How I long get... are we going to drag this out? Before, before I get to these questions, I want to... Uh, Maybe maybe a little bomb drop, maybe oh. maybe a maybe something you already know. I can't remember having this conversation, but we have maybe touched on it. Are you aware that you are the second person in this conversation to be on a reality TV show? Yeah, your boy did it before. It's cool. Wait, hold up. Yeah, I was, on, I was not. Aware. Yeah, yeah, you were on a reality I was TV on a show. Reality TV show. I was on a reality TV show as a cameo. For, okay, as so for anyone cameo. that is not watching the videos, it is utter shock in the sack right now. <laughs> there is nothing but shocked faces around me. So set the scene. It's a small story. Okay, and it is 
Maybe. Uh, SV Mullen made an appearance. Four and a half minutes. Sean Vincent. Four and a half minutes. But I have, I, over that, that day of shooting in Miami, I have my own preconceived notions of reality TV. So I was on a show called Mob Wives. Mob Wives? Mob Wives, hosted by a lady called Big Ange. It was Big a, Ange. It, it was a favor for a photographer in Is that Miami. your, because you were a model? Right. Uh, anyway, it was a favor for for a, a guy called Bruce Weber. Anyone that like he's a like a phenomenal photographer yeah, working out of Miami, New York, mm. lives just outside of Miami. And someone said, "Hey, we need you to do a favor for Bruce." And I was like, "What do I got to do?" Of course. And then like, any you do anything for I, Bruce? I have two. I have two questions. When do I need to be there? And can I please wear clothes? Right. <laughs> and they were like, "Miami here, both." Right. And I went to this reality TV show, and like because my agent that called me, Mob I was going to do wives. It, right. The mob wife set up a, a bar in Miami called the Miami Monkey, I think. Right? Okay. And they were coming down. How long ago was this, by the way? 2013. Okay. Ancient days. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But they said to me, hey, we need you to do a favor. Can you be in Miami? I said, yes. I moved down to Miami. Like, went to Miami. Yeah. And then I met up with my real friends. And we were three dudes chilling on the beach. So, real friends that weren't real friends. Never, never been met. Before, yep. Never been before in my life. Okay, cool. And we were like, yo, uh, we're done with our day at the beach. Let's go for a drink at a bar. That place looks cool. And we walked up, right? Was that? Were you the one talking? We tried it with my accent. Didn't go down well. Oh, right. Tried it with my, like, the American guys that I was with. With both happened to be like greased up, shredded, great looking dudes. Were you greased up, right? shredded and great looking at had, that time? Had a shirt on. Um, oh, shit. So you had, didn't actually have to strip off. This, I'm really imagining anyway. like a Geordie Shaw kind of vibe <laughs> right now. Very, very slick. I'll, I'll, I'll whack up a picture. Mm. Um, but that took five takes. Five, just, I'm not going to lie. I'm well aware of multiple takes. Multiple takes. And I was like, this is reality TV. Yep. So the word real is very, very loosely played. Well, this is the most ironic right. thing about reality TV. It is not real life. Okay, good. This in, this goes into my questions. Oh, wow. All right. Great segue. This goes in. Segue. Segueing I'm into get, maths chats I'm, with I'm Jack getting, and John. I'm getting better at the podcast. Imagine what I'm going to be like on episode four. Jules. Mate. Editors. Have a day off. Yep. I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> right. One take, baby. <laughs> okay. With that concept of reality in mind, okay. how much involvement do the producers have mm. on your actions throughout the show? Uh, the short answer, from my experience, I've heard, I've spoken to some other reality TV people post uh, filming of my show and blah, blah, blah. Less than you think. Really? Genuinely. With um, the way that the most ingenious thing about these producers that make these reality TV shows is they are goddamn gold at vetting the people before they put them in the show. Yep. That's that's where the magic happens. Mm -hmm. They know exactly what type of person they're getting mm -hmm. to fit the character scheme that they need to be able to let storylines play out. Because they know when you put a whole bunch of, you know, take my show, for example, when you put a whole bunch of very open, loud and you call them alpha personalities exactly. into into one little, you know, we call them, it was a dinner party and a commitment ceremony. <laughs> but um, you put them all into one little bubble, mm -hmm. it's going to blow the hell up. Yeah. It's just naturally everyone wants the limelight, everyone wants this, blah, blah, blah. So in terms of when the, uh, when the producers made you do anything, they never really made you do anything. Yep. They would in Voxies. What's that? A Voxies when you're in those interviews and you are looking to the left of the camera, someone's asking you questions and you're answering them. Oh, yeah. How, how long, when does that happen? Actually, keep going, keep going. Yeah, I'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so 
that's when you get mm-hmm. um, asked very specific questions. So if yeah. they want an answer to something, yeah. they can just ask you the right question. Okay. Right. And What if you don't answer the way they want? Do they keep going? No. So mm, they they could. Yeah. I always push back. If I could tell if someone was trying to like make me say something, I just okay. said, stop, I'm not. Yeah. But it was never genuinely, in terms of especially the dinner parties and commitment ceremonies when the groups were together, minimal involvement. The only times they would come in is if, uh, and they would come in every now and then, mm-hmm. is if we were sitting there talking about the weather. Yeah. Because they're like, no, you're here to talk about your relationships, what happened this week, <laughs> what's going on. Like, that that's the purpose of it. Okay. And fair enough. They're making a TV show. Yeah. it's about, I mean, behind the scenes of it, it's still a TV show. They're going for ratings. Of course. Right. You know, and with there's fuel, there's fire. If they can, if they can poke the bear, they'll let it happen. I'm sure they would. Yeah. I'm sure they did. Have you... I can basketball. We watch game tape. Have you watched your game tape? Have you watched your maths experience? Yeah, I watch. Uh, so I did have to watch a lot of the season back. So I had to do a lot of media for it. So and it was always based on whatever episode aired the night before. So the following morning, I would have to do radio or um, what else did I do? Did a few written articles, radio, yep. podcasts. Because I had to do the media. You don't remember what you don't know what they're going to air on that episode yep. of that night. And I don't remember it because it was a good like six months later yeah. that the episodes were airing since when we filmed it. I'm not going to remember what I said and what I did. Yeah. And when you're going on the radio or the TV or whatever, they're like, now when you said this, yeah. what did you mean? Yeah. And I've got to figure that out. Like, yeah. I don't know what I said. Retro- so Retrospectively. Yeah. I probably watched 70% okay. of this season. A good chunk. Okay. Twofold question then. Yeah. How do you feel you were portrayed? Are you okay with how you came across on camera i'm really humbled this is quite literally i've got nothing but positive feedback from how i was portrayed look like i was you know if you to call it an edit or whatever i think i was myself through the whole show so regardless i couldn't look back on it and say like oh they didn't show this part of me or this part of me like i was just me Mm. i'm never really trying to be anyone else i couldn't be bothered it's it's an interesting can of worms yeah you say that you were yourself yeah right and i believe you know that that's the case, but you were aware that there was cameras around, right? Well, yeah, of course. At at the time, did you, you did you, you project a version of yourself? No. Like, was it? Did you ever find it hard to be real, to be the Jack that I know? Like I know, like yeah. I said, I saw you get married. I saw that experience, but I mm. didn't. You know, I'm kind of in the dark about how you would have come across and how you felt about that. It was a um, huge culture shock mm-hmm. at the start. Like all of a sudden, you're trying to have a private conversation. You know, for me, it was in my partner Dom at the time, <laughs> and like, well, you don't you don't think about that because realistically, what you're thinking about at the time is there's myself, there's my partner on screen, then there's in the same room, whether it's a bedroom or a lounge room, whatever, and then there's also your producer, a camera guy, and an audio guy, and that's how it works. A couple of speed pricks, speed pricks at the orgy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like it was just like, <laughs> literally, sometimes I now kiss. <laughs> <laughs> organically kiss organically we need this for camera do they, do they have different like levels of it it's like peck open mouth <laughs> no. <laughs> no 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 there was nothing like that touch like they were touch um, a boob like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> just quickly you know one thing I kind of want to know yeah and now that this is you your know, question please, now not the outsource yeah please spl- uh, please speak liberally about this yeah um, in the way that you now are a taken man did you find that people uh, treated you differently, affectionately 
aftermaths? Did you have a lot? Uh, did you have like a you know we use the, the, the colloquialism to slide into the DMs yeah. and stuff? That you did did people start to we did yeah. you find yourself more attractive to people as after after, after the show? I had a very I had a very different uh, let's say experience to some of the other guys. So yeah, there was plenty of people like messaging me and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I actually got most of the messages that I got were mums saying stuff like you are so nice and so kind <laughs> I would let you marry my daughter oh no <laughs> the man honestly of the, man of the people seriously I got so many of them mm-hmm. so I, many yeah you get daughters little... never appeared <laughs> or sons or sons <laughs> whatever yeah it was it was genuinely like um, so many of those yeah. came through and then I would get the occasional uh, nude it would just pop up people just send me a nude I was like oh on what medium Instagram People Literally. send nudes on Instagram? Yeah. So I, never- I would just go into my message request and That's then open a thing some. and then there'd just be... Titties. There's some... St- boobs. 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 Good on everyone out there that has boobs and is willing to... to but I, is that a strategy that works? I don't know. I, I don't find... I wouldn't be like, oh my God, boobs, awesome. Oh my God, I'd love to get a coffee with those boobs. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like it's- That's my thing. Like I, It's just like, nice to meet you <laughs> in your chest. Like... Yeah. But- how is, that's their opener. That was yeah, the opener. Try and think about that from like their point of view. This is like, geez, he must be getting so many. I was like, do I have a witty one-liner to give him? Do I tell him that he, I resonated with him and I feel him on that? No, I've got like, boobs. I was like, <laughs> and they're like, fuck it, I'm swinging for the fences, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Leroy let's, Jenkins. Let's hear. Let's see. If, let's see if he's a boob guy. Let's see if he's a boob guy. Let's, let's see if this works for him. Um, no response. All right, let's double up with the butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They genuinely. So a lot of that came through. But yeah, as I said, like it was a different sort of scenario. Like, you know, you are thrust into areas. This is where I met Courtney as well. Mm-hmm. Is I went to heaps of these events and stuff like that that I wouldn't have been invited to, no. but now have been. So I have met a lot of different people that I wouldn't have met. Yeah. And that's just not even like potential partners. That's did, just like whatever. Did you ever look across the table at the at the dinners like, and just be yeah. like, they got it going on? That's cool. Or like, what do you mean? She's cute. Or like, because no offense, right? But if you get married to someone before you've met them, you haven't built up the emotional rapport. No. Right. And it is an experiment in which, you know, but you're vested in. Fundamentally, it's an experiment. I think it's not beyond the realm of comprehension to understand that you breaking up from your on-screen wife would be a lot more emotionally easy than someone breaking up from a real wife in which they've built those things up. Yeah. But but you got to remember, I did like spend three and a half months of my life trying to make a relationship work right oh, I agree. and you do you do like build feelings in that time and you know you care for the person and yep. whatnot but at the end of it for me it was like i sat back and i was like okay how do i feel mm. i was like shit on my wife yep so was it was it was, do, you, do you feel like those those feelings were not expedited but do you feel like those feelings were exacerbated because of the experience because of well, the public nature of it it's not even the public nature. Like you, you go in there. And I went in there with the full-on, headstrong thought. Like I'm going to give this a bloody red hot crack. Yeah, I'm not going to half-ass it. Like, yeah. But how can you be sure in three months that they're doing the same? I guess that's based on the relationship you have with the person mm-hmm. and how much you trust them. At what point do you trust someone? All right. Speaking of Dom. Yeah. Where are you and Dom at? Ah, uh, mates. We're just friends. Like yeah. genuinely. Um, got nothing but respect for the girl. Uh, she's. Killing it in her own right. She's what doing capacity. What does what does what does Dom do? If you are you aware of the the, the antics of Dom's getting? Yeah, up yeah. So she's three main things at the moment. Firstly, I don't know. She might. She's got the podcast. Potty. She's yeah. doing her podcast. That's a great idea. We should do one. 
Do you reckon we should do a podcast? Let's do it. Okay, Lock done. It. Pencil right. down. Penciled. Um, she's doing the podcast. She's doing the gram stuff. And she's also with... She's un, in OnlyFans, but like signed up as like a proper creator within OnlyFans. She's got so many op- opportunities in front of her. And she's like what set up her career path as what? to where she wants to go. And that's awesome. What a girl. In your own words, why did you and Dom not work out? What What was the... What were the, like, the personality traits or things that just clashed? Mm, I think there were a lot of moments I could say a variety of things. I think a big addition was the pressure towards the end of the show and all the drama that was happening around us flowed into our... Fill me in. I don't know what drama is. Okay. Okay. So, there was times on the show when Mm -hmm. there was crazy drama. A lot of it involved myself and Dom, Mm -hmm. plus some other cast members, right? Okay. And it was back and forth. It was heated. It was stressful and very, very intense. Mm -hmm. Right. And these times would flow into our relationship as well. Yep. Because we were... You literally, at the end of the day, you're going back to that household. You're in a, in an apartment mm-hmm. with your on-screen wife, and that's it. Yeah, right. You, I did have the options to go and stay somewhere else if I wanted to, but we never did. Like, okay, I, I did for two, three nights early on. But um, like you're coming back, and those things bleed into your relationship. Yeah, when you are stressed, yeah. and you are at times we're in like we're quite literally in crisis mode in terms of like we were going into these battles. At these dinner parties, at these commitment ceremonies. Like, emotionally, I was worn out. Okay. At the end of it. And that flowed into our relationship as well. So, although, you know, there was a lot that wasn't shown on the TV, actually. We we did have, like, little blow-ups and little arguments. It wasn't all roses. No relationship is. Yeah. And that's totally fine. And I know Don would be fine with me saying this as well. Like, we weren't as perfect as it was shown on TV. There was a lot more to it. Was there anything off screen that you feel like they left out that would have changed your... Like, was there anything left out off screen that you think would have changed the dynamic of your outcome? Or not even the dynamic of your outcome, but the way that you were portrayed in the show? Uh, no, not so much the way I was portrayed, but I think it would have given more depth yep. to mine and Dom's relationship. Okay. Rather than purely a love story, there was definitely times when we like we did have fights and stuff. Yep. Did we have each other's back the whole time? 100%. Okay. There was no doubt in that. Absolutely at all. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that, you know, I really found was that they skipped out on a few different parts where I remember it was the last couple of weeks. There was homestays where, where you go stay at home, mm-hmm. you know, homestays. Kind of checks out. I get the concept. Yeah. Um, from our little hotel bubble. And I remember there was a lot of conversations between me and Dom sort of being like, is this going to flow into the real world? Yep. And I remember we didn't have a definitive answer for that for quite some time. To sort of deep dive, you know, looking retrospectively back at the relationship that I had with Dom, because I lived it, right? I'm I'm the guy that was there. You, as a viewer, only saw probably like 10% of what was on, you know, on the TV. Mm -hmm. Not not that it didn't show how we really felt, because we did, 100%. Those feelings were true. None of it's a lie. That's like, what you see on screen is only a portion, though. So, there was a lot more to our relationship where we were having like, there was a lot of uncertainty. I remember towards the end where we were having a lot of discussions. I remember one and we did film it, but it didn't air. We were sitting at a cafe and we were having a discussion about like, you know, our, how Don was feeling about us, how I was feeling about her and where we were at. I remember at this time I was sort of being like, all right, I can put my feet into this. I can give it a crack. Mm-hmm. And I remember Don was a little bit more on the fence. Yep. A little bit more like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not quite sure. By no means does that mean like we weren't like as thick as thieves because we were. Yep. But in terms of at that time in the show, we 
we're really starting to think about, well, the show's about to end. This bubble, this maths bubble that yeah. you are in, you know, in the apartment with the person every day, you've got to shift that relationship into the real world. Mm. And would it work? And sort of, I guess there was a lot of uncertainty towards that, yeah. towards the end. And, you know, we we really got to a point, I think, and it was a fan of ours where we were like, we'll give it a crack. Were you aware of the reasons behind her hesitation? Like, were you aware of like some of her motivating factors that kind of led her to be like a bit more held off? Yeah. In moving I think forward? personally, reflecting back on it, I think the hesitation probably revolved around her seeing a lot of qualities from me sort of that resonated with what her ex, the qualities that her ex-partner had as well. And I remember that was one of the discussions we had about like, you know, how how do I compare to that last relationship? Do you feel like she'd process that last relationship before she took the experiment? Well, I think there's... Yes and no. I know she was ready to give something a crack. Yep. I think maybe like at the time where we got to at the end and the way we were both feeling. Yep. And I think this was quite mutual actually. Like, actually, I've got an addition to make. So, on this on this thing... So, I remember during that experiment, during the TV show and filming, I remember thinking towards the end that I was probably a little bit more keen to see where... Because she said this in her final vows, right? She was like, my feelings aren't where I expected they would be, but I'm willing to give it a crack. That's essentially what the final vow was. Yeah. Right? And I was like, I'm in, let's go. Now, I remember around that time and straight after final vows is when you go back into the real world. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there and we went on a couple of dates, like nothing too major. But I remember just feeling like the second we left that, there was this piece of like, this is a friendship. Yeah. This isn't a relationship. Yeah. Right? And I remember sort of compartmental. And I think maybe I was a little bit scarred from a lot of the stuff that happened on screen. Yeah. Like it was crazy. So, you know, I'm I'm genuinely emotionally hurt from yep. that experience at some times. Like I was damaged from that. Yeah. For a period of time. And I'm and I'm totally fine with it now. Like, you yeah. know, I've come to the realization that what an amazing experience it was. But I'm sitting there being there were times when I was sitting there and I was getting like ragged on in the middle of a dinner party. Girls saying like By people you just met. People well, I'd known them for a couple of months, but I was sitting across a table when someone said point blank to Dom sitting next to me. Uh, she was trying to paraphrase something, um, but I remember it being something along the lines of Jack can't fuck you good enough. Jack can't make you calm. Jack has a small dick. And that wasn't said to me. That was said to Dom next to me. In front of your face? In front of my face. How does she have any clue into your sexual prowess without Dom giving her that? Well, uh, there was... This is from a party that happened early on. She made extra additions. But I remember there was a big thing about me not fully satisfying Dom's sexual desires. Those kind of questions in manhood almost a exclusive to an opportunity like that because any relationship sexually and w- whether it's intimate grows and you learn from each other and you find out the different ways and different things that people love. So I'm not sure if you think that it's unique to that experience in the way that you were put to what could be the culmination of a of wonderful relationship getting to marriage. But you started there and worked backwards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You started there and worked backwards. You didn't build up to marriage. And maybe there was the level of expectation for both of us saying, we just got married, this should be this. Pressure. That, that, there was pressure. That, 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 I felt that pressure. Yeah, trust me. The, the pressure. I've to never con- been more stressed. But like the pressure to consummate a marriage. Well, like you know, it's it's archaic. I get that. But like, you know, people like that are in loving relationships in twenty, you know, twenty twenty two. They they have it, and they might even 
hesitate for the week leading up to the the, the wedding, and then like have you know post wedding coitus, and it's supposed coitus. To be, it's supposed to be bliss. It's, bliss. It's supposed. Is it really different though? Well, yeah. You know why? Because you've just made your vows. You've just promised this person. You've gone through an experience with this person that says that you are the person I'm going to love for the rest of my life. Yeah. Right? Weddings. That's a whole different kettle of fish. I know you love weddings. Love a wedding. Yeah, right? I know you do. Love a wedding. Love love. But like love 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 love. And then that should be a high that should be experienced in all facets. Right. Bringing the families together, having the happiness of being in a relationship, and then manifesting into what will be inevitably a wonderful sexual experience. Right. Yeah. But the pressure to have that with no foundations of any of those things, that would have been crippling. Well, I think in a, I think a lot at the start as well is I was very stressed out because I felt that pressure myself. Yeah. I internalized that. And then it may be me being stressed. I'm not sitting there going, cool, I'm really horny right now. I'm going, oh my God, I'm fucking stressed. You can't tell me I'm horny. Yeah. I don't have to be horny. And then I just like, I remember that wigged me out big time really? early on. Yeah. So I've had those moments, but mine were never in the public eye. Like you can't tell me if like, you can't tell me to be sexually active and sexually, you know, engaged. At any given moment, shit, I, I, I will be. Physiologically, I have the hormones to be that way. Yeah. And, and there will be a time where my- You got the tools, baby. I've got the, I've, I've got the tools. I've got the mental space. But like having that pressure would have been- The mental space was hard. And, you know, especially in that time, I was it was a hugely culture shock. There's cameras around, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm sitting there and then all of a sudden I'm, I'm not performing. And then I'm just going through this moment really? where it's just like, this is tough. And it wasn't that. It was, it was I remember it was not that- we didn't have sex. It was that I wasn't initiating it enough at the time. Wow. I remember that. You know, I, I didn't feel like it. I, I was stressed out. I didn't feel like it. Yeah. That night at that last dinner party, it was the last one. And I got dragged. And I remember, they didn't hear this, but I sat there vacant for about five minutes. And Don was very supportive. She was good. But I was just, I remember right then and there, I'm done. I said that. I'm done. I'm not coming back into another one of these dinner parties. I am fucking done. Yeah. That was by far, because it's a culminate. It's like the straw that you broke know, the camel's back. But just, I sat there at the end, just being like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I have just been degraded in front of not only everyone sitting at this table, not only every single producer. There's about 70 people working on that night. Yeah. But by the way, this is going to edit a all of Australia, yeah. all of the UK, maybe a little bit of the US, Netherlands at the moment. I had to experience that. And that fucking hurt. In the vein of this this podcast, that's a dark cloud, my friend. Mm. Talk to me the silver lining. Yeah. Give me the funny side. Now that you've progressed from that, now that you're at a different place, now yeah. that you have all these opportunities in front of your face, yeah. right? How the fuck is that funny? Well, it's pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> like... Looking back at that now, and I go, holy shit, like, I was sat at a dinner table (laughs) with a whole bunch of people that you don't want to hang out with Mm -hmm. to hear people talk shit about each other and then have the nerve to call that reality. (laughs) (laughs) Reality TV. That's reality TV. And that was the world that I lived. Yeah. And that's the silver lining, mate, is the fact that reality TV, it's- it's it's an experience yeah. like no other. And I, I can't look at back. I can't be angry at anyone. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look back at those days and be like, oh, fuck this person. Fuck that. I don't care. Whatever. You don't show your best side when you're in a stressful situation. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. That was an experience. I don't have to be friends with everyone, but fuck, I'm never going to forget that. <laughs> <laughs>
It's one of those things when you have such a small like period of time mm. to show yourself, whether it be those three months in which you forged these friendships and relationships with dumb yeah. mates and et cetera. Yeah. You had that three-month time period. Yeah. But life isn't that. Well, no. Life, life is, doesn't go for three months. Life doesn't go for three months. Life no. comes through experiences. So as, as important as that was at the time, being able to reflect and look at yourself and just be like, that was hilarious. Well, just, I look back at it and I go, what a bloody... <laughs> like, have you ever been on reality TV? Yes, you have for a brief print. Can you honestly ever say that you have been through an experience like I have? No. And I find that so unique and so humbling that I got to have that. Yeah. Like people dream of that. Yeah, for sure. I did it. So what about that silver lining for the average punter? How does someone like me take that silver lining when I have no experience of reality TV? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think from the experience that I had, I probably had the benefit of being able to see myself back. Yeah. I got to actually see myself and how I reacted in these scenarios and learn from it. And I mean, maybe that's not the opportunity that everyone gets, but maybe the silver lining in that is reflect on what you've done and actually look back and go, how could I have done that differently? How could I have done that better? How could I have done that? Whatever. I've been blessed with the opportunity to be able to see myself back and like <laughs> absolutely have laugh at myself. Life. Yeah, have yeah. a real life wedding and yeah. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But at the time, it's real for you when you're there. Yeah. When you're in it, you are in it. And your yeah. head's in it. Do you think do you think you've grown in the real world because because of that experience? I've definitely learned a lot about how I deal with crisis. Yeah. Actually, this is this is a really sort of long-winded could be a very long-winded response but i've never really dealt with emotional crisis in terms of that sort of scenario before i don't really know how to answer this it's like dragging yourself into a hostile environment time and time again yeah right and that's essentially what we were doing and it was how i built up a resilience to be able to react Mm. in those scenarios and be supportive to your partner at the time and do everything else in between like i actually have a mic drop moment for that as well ooh. if you don't mind we don't drop microphones in this studio <laughs> I mean, i'm trying to I'm, I'm letting it go but, uh, but um building on emotional resilience and trauma is actually a specialty of a person that i'm really lucky to say is a really close friend of mine who's coming in and is going to come on the podcast i'm insisting his name's dr aria yeah. Dr. Arya Campbell-Dinesh from um, from Scotland. Oh. He is one of the world's greatest humans and he's coming on the podcast to deal... He, de- he deals with emotional trauma. As I'm learning as, so much right now. Someone's as, coming into our podcast. He's a doctor. He's- yeah, doc, Dr. Arya, go for it. He's, he's a blue tick dude. He, he just oh, sure. spent a couple of years working with Orlando Bloom as his personal... Living with him as, yeah. his, as his personal coach. Um, uh, what an experience that would have been. Oh, he's a man of many stories. He, he, he's a podcast into himself, but he actually had a, a, a couple of wonderful podcasts that if anyone out there, if I can throw a plug in, Diary of a CEO with Dr. Aria. With Dr. Aria. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Leads Let's get any, him in. Phenomenal listens for anyone that's um, dealing with their own personal, emotional, and relationship trauma. This dude is wonderful. It is gold, and it's someone that I think we'll both value off even better. The dude's hilarious banter. Oh, God, I love that. It is. It is. He's a guy. I was going to ask, is he funny? If he's not funny, he doesn't belong in the sack. He's terrible. He's one of the worst humans in the way that he's super handsome, right? He's super funny, right? And he's super, no. super well-spoken. Shit. And ungodly educated. Oh, God. Yeah, he'll be. Uh, so he's the tricycle. Quadcycle. He's a quadcycle. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's he a got four bike. wheels. Well, he's a car. <laughs> 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 He's just all put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, in, I'm insistent. We had. A, I spoke to triple him threat, quadruple threat. Yeah, as far as you know, 
building on relationships and the mindful of those things is is, is a gentleman that we'll have to. We'll Courtney, have to, you're not allowed to be in the studio that week. <laughs> he's he's a man that we have to get in the sack, and I think a lot of let's people, get him in the sack. A lot of people would agree that he's a man that we're going to have to get in the sack. Yeah, can't wait to have him in the sack. Yeah, that was my little that was my little plug, my little segue. No, that was good. I like that. Yeah, I like that. It's going to have to happen. But look, like we've got our conversations could go forever. Yeah, but let's save a little bit. Save a little bit. We've got to yeah. save a little bit for next time, my friend. Yeah. Because we're just going to sit here and keep chatting. We've got like six more beers sitting in front of us and I, I could drink every <laughs> single goddamn one of them with you. Like, yeah. But look, next week, what are you feeling? Look, I think that was I think that was balls deep. I think that was a fairly deep episode. I think oh, we touched on a few things. One thing, so deep. One thing that we should have to get next week maybe a, bit, a little bit more lighthearted and then the only way to bring in lighthearted is to contrast it. So I do think next week, a topic that we're going to do is men's health, which we're both pretty passionate yeah, about. Yeah, of course. Those, For those, our own rights. Those type of things. It is the, you know, the lighter, the lighter side of men's health, the power of a cup of coffee with a mate, the power of, you know, a conversation. Power of a chat. You, power of a chat. God, I love the power of a chat. Um, but also some other, have you got any, micro, have you got any like plugs you want to throw in and things we're going to chat about next week? Look, um, I think one of the major things that I want to start introducing from next week is that I want our community to grow. Oh, Yes. And how are we going to do that? We've got to get some people involved. Yeah. Let's send out some questions. Let's send out some questions. Let's hear from the people. I want to, I want to get someone on, whether they just record a voice memo and we play it or yep. they've got a question, they've got a story, they've got something to talk to yeah. us about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear a story. Grossly underqualified to give out life advice, but if you need anything I can to bring the light aside. I can, I can give it a crack. Yeah. Will it be productive? I don't know. I, don't I know. like to think so. It'll For be, me, it would be. It'll be humorous to the greater population. And that's what's really important. <laughs> if you can't laugh, you cry. If you can't laugh, sometimes you do both. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. And look, I think on that note, Sean, you've been great in the sack today, mate. Jack, you've been wonderful in the sack. God, I love being good in the sack. Contra- contrary to popular belief on that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, chime in, please. Can confirm sex life is fucking great. <laughs> Thank you. Needed that affirmation. And (laughs) thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Be well.